What's up, everybody? Just wanted to come in before the episode, say thank you to everyone who does subscribe on Patreon. If you don't, I would really appreciate it. Patreon.com forward slash Brennan Tassif. Get the episodes early, get bonus content every single month. Also, if you subscribe to the top tier for six months, we'll do a little mini episode of X Drinking Buddy with you. So subscribe on Patreon, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much again for listening. My guest this week is awesome. I hope you guys like the episode. Gets a little crazy. But thank you again so much for listening. Grab me a beer and grab me a coat. We about to sit for an hour bullshit and tell jokes. And please don't mix it up because he didn't sober up. Brandon T. Comedy on your social media feeds. And Brandon Tassib is your ex drinking buddy. Brandon Tassib is your ex drinking buddy. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you are new to the show, quick rundown of the show. I am sober now, but one of my favorite things back when I was partying was to hang out with friends, shoot the shit, talk shop, and just share old stories. Again, I'm sober now, but that's still one of my favorite things to do, hang out. I will normally always have a guest on the show. This week is no exception. Joined by hilarious Jacksonville comedian, probably not for long because he is so popular. Will Blaylock, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, I'm a I'm a uh, Daytona comic, man. Daytona. I'm I'm a Daytona comedian. Comedian from Daytona. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I identify as a comedian. <laughs> Plug everything up front. Let people know. Do you have any shows coming up? Any dates? I know you just got done doing a little bit of a run. Yeah, man, I'm on a PS4, D's Nuts 32211 uh, is my tag. <laughs> I'm on uh, Borderlands 3, UFC 4, uh, Fortnite every once in a blue moon if there's a cool update. So, uh, yeah, check me out on P- PS4, the PlayStation Network. All right. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the show, ladies and gentlemen. So, Will... You did just get back from Austin. I did, man. I did. It was it was cool. I was uh it was my first time in Texas and uh it was it was nice. It was too nice. Was it? It was it was too much at one time. Too much niceness at one time for me to come back and you know, you ever uh, Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly. You what know you're what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Have you um Cause you've been, how long have you been doing comedy now for everyone listening? Seven years. Seven years? Yeah. Okay. And you are known around, obviously, this area as one of the heavy hitters, as you like to say after every show, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm great at comedy and uh, <laughs> like, but it's, it's like, um, you know, it's unimportant. Comedy is unimportant to everybody, but comedians. Yeah. You know, oh, what I'm we saying? talk about it all the time on the show. Yeah, it's, how comedy is like the most important thing in my life, but everyone nobody else, is like, else can, like you you're ever a seen, clown, <laughs> like like a comedian to get on and everybody's happy and they be like, oh, he's on TV, but his his role is like a stuttering coach, yeah. like a buffoon coach, yeah. in, in, in like a Disney sitcom, and he just comes in like, who hid my eye drops? Nah. And everybody's like, oh, he's the he's but he's the man yeah. at the fucking at the store. Yeah, so. It's, it's not important, man. What's important is the work I've been putting in on PlayStation 4. 
Again, that's D's Nuts. D's with a Z. D's Nuts, 32211, like the zip code. That was the zip code I lived in at the time that I made the... Uh, I don't live there anymore, but that was my zip code at the time I made the profile. You're putting in work over there. I'm putting in major work. I had to cut off my messages. Oh, really? That's how much work I'm putting in, because nobody wants to be friends on... Like, you know, when you have a good game with somebody, you know, I normally send them a friend request and, you know, want to play again, but they're like... Yeah. They call me on types of faggot, nigga... <laughs> What? Yeah. Like uh one of them I, I used to wear the um It's rough out there. I used to wear the headset. Yeah. And they could hear my voice and you know, I don't have the deepest voice. So one of them was calling me like a faggot ass white boy and they love faggot. That's they go to yeah. words. And I'm like, yo, how do you even know if I'm really a bundle of sticks? <laughs> Is that it? That's the comeback to him? That's how do you even know I'm a bundle of sticks, man? I'm a living person. I'm not a bundle of sticks. You do, you, you have some of just the most like interesting comebacks. Cause that's like, I say, I say it jokingly with you all the time. I go, you cheat, you, you, you crush with the crowd work. Like you're cheating. Oh yeah. Yeah. But man. you, you have, um, I saw you once at paper root, this dude, really tan dude with a mustache kept like talking and talking. And you said something like. Hey man, I know things are going good at the Pringles factory, but like this is my show, <laughs> and it just crushed. You know, who used to do it real good, Adam Sandler. Yeah, when he because that that's that was his form. He'd just say who you look like. Yeah, and then you can add something onto it. It's it. A lot of it is just like it's not even on off the top of the head. I I've I've been looking at the crowd, you know, because normally. Oh yeah, yeah. So I've been looking at the crowd, and then normally if it's a heckler, I'm even if he stopped heckling, I'm still. Going. gonna say because i'll be like no nah, this is a good comeback for him man. yeah I'm, i hope he don't stop by the time i get on but even if he stopped i'll still say something <laughs> that's one of your that's probably one of the things i'm most envious about you when it comes to comedy because i can't i like if people are talking i immediately go to rage <laughs> like and you've you've seen it yeah. i mean you can you you constantly make the jokes about like you look like every like angry like active shooter you look like, like every disgraced cop yeah like you because you like i would say you can do that because it's like you know like a skinny white guy can be like everyone shut up and you know that every it's funny like even in austin one of the comedians was like i'll fight a woman and everybody started laughing but when you look at it like a nigga like me or a guy like you that aggression will make people turn back because yeah. like the threats can be valid yeah it's not an idle threat when i say it yeah yeah, it's cause like, you, oh, this guy might walk off the stage and try yeah, to fight me. Yeah, so, yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, the, the clam jam is like, the clam jam just looks like security for Morgan. That's all, <laughs> that's all it is. It just looks like security because y'all, nine times out of ten, you and Marcus are wearing black t-shirts. Always, yeah. So, so y'all just look like security and we just trying to figure out who Morgan is. <laughs> that's true. We do look like our security. Um, yeah, it's weird because I've noticed that at shows before where... Like, I'm like, oh, I'll take control of the room. Like, and I try to do what you do, but you, cause you, you're funny about it and you like make a joke and then everybody laughs and we're having a good time. So I've tried to do it and it just comes off as aggressive, angry, like, and, and your that, fucking eyes. I man. know. And then it, well, and then it's weird too, cause then the audience will pull back cause they're like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? And then, then I start to lose everyone else. And then it's just, <laughs> then I get more angry and then it's, <laughs> It's a fucking mess because I've referenced it on this show before a few times, but I always tell people like, I wish I could come at hecklers like how you do, 
because it's so much because you're a bigger guy. So like if you yeah. got angry, you like I've never seen you angry. You always kind of laugh everything off. Yeah. But like if you got angry, people would I'm sure would tense up. But I've never seen you get mad on. Have you ever gotten to the point on stage where you're like, I'm going to fucking lose it? Or do you just like um, walk off? After my grandma died, oh yeah, I did a I did the first show back was some um some brewery in in Lee's Leesburg, and normally I'll work heckler work or crowd work into a bit, yeah. But the guy was talking; he didn't even say nothing like crazy disrespectful. It it wasn't disrespectful in the least bit. I came up, and he was like Lil Wayne because I had my dreads down. Like oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't look like Lil Wayne. There's You're nothing. Twice. I'm I've, just. I'm I've, just black. I'm just. Yeah, I just black got dreads. dreads. And he's Lil Wayne, just some fat Peter Griffin looking. So I was like, um, <laughs> well, I've seen Lil Wayne live. He's like five foot five. Exactly. Like a hundred and ten pounds. But instead of me doing crowd, because I normally, you know, say who he looked like and then run that hit into him a with the Peter Griffin, yeah, some shit like that. But I was just like, I was like, hey, shut up. And he was like, huh? And I said, shut up. And I just spent the first five minutes of my set telling him and his party how I wish they were dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was bad. The entire brewery was just dead silent. And I was telling him how if he was dead, the show would be better. And Holy shit. his girl was like, uh, his girl was like, did you just tell him you wish he was dead? And I said, yeah, I wish you were dead, too. <laughs> and she was, and it was bad. They wrote a, They wrote the promoter. And it was just like, uh, oh, that was the people. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Okay, yeah, and they should. They wrote the promoter and told him not to bring. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't need that seventy five dollars yeah. to drive two hours and do comedy for white people in hoodies <laughs> and with a tank top under it. I'm not the type of white people I want to like me anyway. Yeah, well, you got a, you've got a throngs of fans, but it's funny because it's always you said throng. It's but it's I'm playing on the. I like it's it. It's all it's like white nerds. It's yeah. a lot of white nerds. They love you. Yeah, man. I think because of what I like. Like I'm, if I could do it again, I think I would be a white nerd. Cause yeah. they got it's just fun. Like I don't like niggas when I get around. They like to watch hood movies and shooters. Like yeah. uh, Shotters was a big one and um, Belly and shit like. That. But I'm like, I, I live this shit, man. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. Wanna I want to see that. superhero movies. I want to see like. If you live in the hood, I, he I want him to know how to shoot webs out of his hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't yeah, wanna, yeah. So I'm just into that. I went to my first uh, c- anime comic book convention this year, man. Did you really? Yeah, it was down called um, um, Ancient Con or something like that, Collective Con, and it was it was cool. I felt at home there. It was yeah. it was just so fucking cool. I felt way more comfortable there than I than I do at a fucking Kevin Gates concert. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it's interesting, too, because um, I know you've mentioned this to me, and I, I don't know if you're joking, because for those of you listening who, who don't know Will very well, Will loves to troll. It's like one of his favorite hobbies. So sometimes when you say things to me, I'm always like, like this, like setting up the podcast, mm-hmm. there was a piece of the back of my mind where I was like, oh, he's trolling me. Like, you're just going to keep pushing back the time and then be like, oh, man, sorry, I can't make it. <laughs> there was a part of me that thought that because I know, like, sometimes you'll go to extreme lengths to troll people. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I... changing your profile picture, getting in people's DMs. No, um, <laughs> the only thing I changed is time. you wanted me over here at five. Like, that's like rush hour. No, I know. No, but that's not. I'm just saying because that's like one. That, and it's weird, too, because, like, when new comics come into the scene. Like that whole thing that was going on with that uh, the one newer guy, and I was like, "Does he know? Like, he doesn't know Will. Like, he doesn't know what Will's doing." 
and he was like genuinely like responding to different posts. I was like, stop. Like, what are you, stop it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel bad sometimes. When you do man. like the lineups full, inbox me, please respond. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because right. It's cause that's what I thought comedy was going to be. Like just people fucking with each other. And then I realized like, Oh, it's I like, love it when you do it. So yeah, cause it, I know I've known you now for a few years, so I can kind of tell when you're fucking with people and when you're being serious. Yeah. It's, it's, I love it, man. I think my, my biggest, I think if I, I died from trolling somebody, like I think that would be how it's a I wanna, win. That's how I want to die. Yeah. That's how you want to go out. I want to, yeah. Someone finally being like, I'm fed up with this shit. Not even that. Like, I just want them, like, maybe to be holding one of my pistols. I'm like, you ever shot a gun? Uh, <laughs> they be like, no, no. I'm like, yeah, just aim it, aim it, point it, point it at me. Now just pull the trigger. And they're like, no, I'm scared. I'm like, it's empty, man. Pull the and trigger. And then bang. And then they kill me. Like then, that thing on Tiger King? Yeah. Where they, he was like, yeah. it won't shoot if it's not. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and he fucking shot himself in the head. That's how I want to go out. I want to be buried right next to him, man. <laughs> so... You and I, back to what we were talking about. You and I have had this discussion where, um, and I don't know if you want to put it on the podcast or not, but about how a lot of the comics, when you first started, and even now that you hang out with, are more of alternative, nerdy, kind of like, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like Buck, which we've had on the show, and then like Marcus, who's, you know, his nickname's the Gummy Bear Gangster and stuff. Yeah. So we're, um, but there's a whole... It's not, I wouldn't say separate, but there is a, a scene in Jacksonville. There's the Comedy Zone people. Then there's kind of like the local scene. And then there's, the you know, a black scene. And it's like, it's weird how very rarely do we all like end up at shows and stuff together. Yeah. And I know you've mentioned it before, but you've been more pulled, I guess you would say, to more like the local scene with like Buck and Crespo and KP and all those kind of guys. Yeah, because we got the same, that that just stems from us having the same views on comedy. Like a lot of niggas have like the hustle man mentality mm -hmm. of comedy, right? They they just, you know, they want you to sell tickets. And, yeah. you know, it's it's like a whole, that the actual day of the show is cool as hell because they, they, you know, it's a lot of beautiful women there and they, they, they sell around 25 cent wings and shrimp. Shit like that is like a real club event. Like yeah. People get dressed up for real. And it's cool every once in a while, but I don't like the whole spectacle. I don't like the, the whole comedy is secondary being form. You know, it's formal. And yeah. And, and all that. Like, I like to I like the shit that bug in that fucking basement. And yeah. You go back in there and you can just fuck around like. They when they write comedy, they're they're trying. They're not trying to write nothing new or, or have a different outlook on anything that's already being said. They're just trying to get the laugh and then you know just hustle like comedy. A lot of niggas is not trying to be comedians anymore. Their comedy is a vehicle to acting or okay. wilding out or some shit. That's niggas' dreams now to yeah. be on wilding out. That's crazy to me. Well, the reason I brought it up, and the only reason I've, and this is the last thing I'll say about it, because I don't mean to harp on it. I don't want to turn it into that kind of podcast. But when we talk about niggas, just talk about how much we hate nigga comics. <laughs> me and Brennan, You're, me and Brennan, no, no, hate no, 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 nigga comics, don't man. Put me in that shit. Um, <laughs> no, it's because at your wedding, I was I was one of the first people there, and you introduced me to like your family and stuff. You go, oh, this is my uh, white friend Brennan. He's a comic. In fact. All the white people you see here today are going to be comics, and that's like how you introduced me, and I was like, uh, "Hey!" And they loved you, man. They I know, but loved you. it was just one of those situations where I was I was thinking about it because you and I have had that discussion where you go, yeah. "No, I'd, I'd rather hang out 
with the with you guys than hang out at like different venues and stuff, which is, you know, awesome. It's just one of those things where I know you've said sometimes you get self-conscious about it almost yeah. like. And that's, I guess, the point I was trying to get to is that you can get a little self-conscious about it sometimes. Yeah, you don't want to be the nigga who can only do white rooms, man, because it's... I done seen them niggas and they are just, you know, light skinned with like a Captain America shirt and a white girlfriend. They're talking about how uh, they're talking about how hard it is being black, but they're normally the only black dude in whatever situation they're in because that's the type of. And it's just like you you can tell, like, even in their personal lives, they're, they're the black, they're somebody's black friend. Yeah. They're, their whole group they're the black friend and shit like that which you know if that's what life took you that's fine but i don't want to be pigeonholed into that because i'm a nigga like i'm a i'm a nigga who just happens to look at comedy this way and i happen to like enjoy things that um niggas don't normally enjoy but i mean the thing is man with social media you get to see it's a lot of niggas like me like i meet them a lot of them in savannah and georgia and shit like they are into the shit that i'm into it's just in my little bubble, niggas just didn't like I like we used to uh have this after school program and we could bring our video games and mm-hmm. the niggas would be playing Madden. Yeah. And uh we I would be over there with a small group of niggas and they'd be playing Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Okay. And I'll be playing that and the niggas turn around, look at these niggas, these Look at these niggas playing Superman and they dumbass. It's not even Superman. Like, I'm it's not like, even man. the same genre. Then when you explain that, you just sound worse yeah. trying to explain <laughs> just, it. Yeah. So you don't say nothing. You just yeah, Superman. But yeah, yeah man. Superman. Yeah, I, I got thrown. I'm not like I don't. I don't know. I think all my bridges are burned in black comedy. It's maybe like three or five of them in Jacksonville that still like me because I like make fun of the shit they do. They don't like because they take it serious. Yeah. They take it real serious, so they don't like when I make fun of the. You know, awful comedy they putting out, and, and, I, and they just you know they won't invite me back to uh, Tina's Crab Hut. Because well, you'll do it on the show. I've watched you. I've watched yeah. you burn bridges to the ground on the show. Yeah, yeah. Where you get up there and you're like, "The fuck are we doing?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, man. I I don't know. I hate com- if I like I said, man. If I was good at anything else, I would do it instead yeah. of comedy. Well, there's a freedom that comes with that too because you know you're good at comedy, so it's. Also, you're not like you said. Those two people complained. Like, well, I'm okay. I won't drive two hours for seventy. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Because you just got done, as we alluded to already, doing the show in Austin, which was huge. And again, you didn't hype it up. You didn't really let anybody know. The way I found out was I reached out to you to do the podcast, and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna be in Austin this week, but maybe next week." Yeah. And I was like, "The fuck?" <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I just. I, I guess I realized. People who I'm around don't care, like non-comedian. Like, if I was, like, I posted a flyer, and my little brother happened to be stationed in Austin, Texas. Okay. And he said he was going to come through. But people, like, my regular, they don't give a fuck. They'll like a picture of me doing comedy, but they're not going to, they're not in my inbox. Like, yo, like, when's the next show? Which is so weird, because I remember when you did the show with Mark Norman. Uh, what was that two years ago now mm-hmm. I drove to Orlando and I was just like yeah for, for me all for yeah, me for you purely for me and then Mark Norman happened to be there he just but had, I was I was yeah. there to see you yeah of course man I um, knew it but I love because I, I really do enjoy watching your comedy because you can do things on stage that I, I, I just can't do either just writing wise like we talked about with the hecklers and stuff and then just creativity wise because you have such a unique upbringing with the things that you like you know and then you were always a bigger kid you know, being bullied and stuff like that, but growing up in a, you know, 
a poverty kind of area and then kind of coming out of it. And then you see, so you have such a unique perspective yeah. and that's what comedy is. It's all, it's all subjective. It's all about your life, your perspective, which is why my comedy, like I tell people all the time, like I can't do clubs cause I'm talking about fucking suicide and hurting myself and yeah. like stalking my ex-girlfriend. And then like, it's really intense. So I crush it rain dogs. Yeah. But then I go to do Jackie nights and it's crickets and I'm like, it's the same set. Like, what's happening? Yeah, man. You were meant for back rooms. Yeah. No, nowhere where you could see the stage when you walk in the front door should you be at. <laughs> you nobody want to walk in and see Brendan on stage. They want to go into a back room. They want to know you're there before yeah. they see you. Well, I, and that's fine. I quote it all the time. Kyle Kinney says, "I don't need everybody. I just need enough to fill a room." Exactly, man. But you have such a unique perspective just on life. I remember one of the first jokes I ever heard that you did was talking about Republicans and Democrats, the AC thing. The car bit oh yeah and i i like died and i it was so funny and then i went and told my more conservative republican uncle i was like i heard this bit from a comic this is when i first came back and i told him the bit and then he started laughing and i was the one who said it like yeah. i was like this comic will he the, like i was like let me just tell you his joke like let me just tell you the joke so i told him mm. and then he started laughing and i was like oh my god like this comedy is translatable to anybody yeah because it's true and it's funny and it's a different perspective. So that's why I was always like, oh, and I know you have that bit about like, you know, when I make, you know, the I'm gonna, when your wife gives you a kiss, <laughs> like one day you're going to be famous. Oh, well. yeah. Yeah. That's, again, that's just another perspective thing where I was like, that's hilarious. But you do shows, you travel all over. But it, it like you said, it's almost like like who like in your mind it's like who cares like whatever yeah nobody cares man they 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 don't care until you're on wild and out or you're on tv that's yeah. when people will, will really start to care that's when they'll be like oh he's from jacksonville that's when they'll be yeah. proud you're from jacksonville and i understand that now so that's why i don't i'm not in people's face like it's so fucking weird you see niggas put like tour dates <laughs> yeah you see like like John Davidson put his tour dates. Like, it'll be a picture of him at the open mic with yeah, his tour dates. the tour dates. Go, One of I the dates is shit, the open mic. And then I was mic. like, what am I doing? Like, no, like, nobody cares. Like, somebody's like, download his tour dates. We got to know that when he's going to be at Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> tri trivia night. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is that um, there's so many people who are like, hey, we have to, we're going we're to come see you. We're going to come see you. And by the third or fourth time, I'm like, I'm going to stop inviting you. Yeah. Like, you, I'll post, if I'm at Rain Dogs, I'll post, like, doing comedy tonight at Rain Dogs, like, if I'm already there. Yeah. And then if somebody sees it and wants to come through, then come through. Yeah. But, like, I don't, and I put the shows on the website that I'm booked at, like, the paid shows that I'm doing, I'll put uh -huh. those on my website. But other than that, it's like, I don't, I just, I'm like you, man. I'm like, all right, like, cool. Like, if you want to come to a show, you'll find it. Yeah. I post enough on like Facebook, Instagram, and my website where it's like, if you really wanted to see a show, you would find it. Yeah, it's like, just... I don't need to... People say that, right? Say you've seen somebody, a Facebook friend, who you... You see them on Facebook all the time, but you rarely see them in person. Yeah. Y'all are in line at, at Walmart, you know, self-checkout, and you're waiting to get called up. They, they're going, Brendan, hey, how you been, man? But good, good, blood. How's comedy going? Yeah, it's good, man. I got to get out of one of your shows. That's just something to fucking say. Yeah. Like, no, they don't, it's just they're feeling the silence. It's just something they remember, so they said it. So, you know, it's, I don't, I don't take, put any stock in it. Cause I used to be like, yeah, 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 I, I got one actually this day. I just, like, oh, I'll let you know, man. Yeah. And then just never. Yeah, I've gotten to that point now too. Cause when I first came back, I was so excited. And I actually had, 
a couple of shows where a ton of people came. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be... Because, you know, I have a, that fucking sad story. Like, almost died, got sober, now I'm back doing comedy. And, like, so people were like, you know... Oh, yeah, it's a comeback story. Everybody in America mm-hmm. loves a comeback. Yeah. But after, like, the second or third show where I got, like, a lot of people to come out, they were just kind of like, okay, like, we've seen it. Like, we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't care if you have new material. Don't care. Like, we, we got it. Yeah, okay. the next thing, they come, like, I think the important thing is what? Is your first, your first couple shows, and then when you get, when you feature for somebody important. Yeah. And then when you headline, and then when you get on TV, though that's when people; those are the times when people care. Yeah, all the shit between that is just whatever. It's just shit. It. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It used to be a guy like I. I like it too. It was this guy I work with. I wore a Miami Heat hat. It was just a red hat. I wore it because it was red. And he came into the break room with me, and he was like Miami Heat, and he started talking about the Heat, and I didn't know. I felt like me explaining to him that I didn't follow basketball. Would have took more effort than to just pretend like I knew what. So I just pretend I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. And he just started naming niggas. He was just like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Ruskell Donovich, man. He got a mean three. I was like, yeah. And then now, every time I see him, regardless of where, he's like, man, the heat, the heat. And he'll talk about either the game they just had or the next game. And I just shake my head, yeah. I was like, yeah, man. Hey, Ruskell Donovich is going to be, woof, he's going to get a rebound. <laughs> he's going to get nigga. a rebound. That nigga go get a rebound. But it's just, it's just, it's just, uh, Courtesy. It's just a courtesy, yeah. yeah. But it's a weird thing because I obsess so much about comedy. Mm-hmm. That's why I can watch your set and you could do the same set and I'm still going to laugh because I genuinely like the jokes. It's genuinely funny to me. Thank you. Which is why I don't understand. Like, I've seen specials like four or five times of mm-hmm. comics that I like. I'll go to Mike's and sit up front to watch the show. Because I genuinely enjoy comedy. Mm. But, like, that's how I look at it. So it's weird to me when people are like, no, 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 we saw him last year. And it's like, yeah, but you don't, like, it's new It's new stuff. Or why don't you come yeah. to the open mic? We're all working on shit. It's hilarious to watch us bomb on new shit that we think is going to be hilarious. Yeah. Like, that's fun. And yeah. people are like, nah, like, we, we saw him a couple months ago. Like, we got it. It's, it's a novelty, man. Yeah, which I never understood because I've always been such a fan of comedy that it's, like, so weird to me. Especially because after shows, I've seen people like rush you and be like, oh, my God, that was great. And you always do your. Yeah, I know. I'm great. Yeah. Thank you. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. You're, that's what you said. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, like. But then know, that's I'm, it. Like, yeah. Then, that's, you never then see they him leave again. and you never see him again. And, and then that's the end. Which is so bizarre to me because like I told the story on here a bunch of times when. Tom Segura used to come to Jacksonville and I'd go to like every show and I'd like try to hang out with him after and said mm-hmm. like, like a little too intense. Like I was drinking at the time. That's what I'm yeah. going to blame it on. But, but it's one of those things where it's like, I was like a fan, like a genuine fan. And so it's, we, it's so bizarre to me how people will come up after sh- I've watched it and talk about like, that was so funny. You're great. This joke, that joke, you're great. And then you never see them again. Yeah. And it's like, wait, like you're not gonna give me a follow. You're not gonna like check, like see where I'm gonna be next. Like that's yeah. just the end of it. Nah, you get that once you on. Um, I think that probably comes when you, when you get to that that feature state. When yeah. you're featuring for somebody important, then they want to know who you are. Yeah. I, I think. But from the the first half, they don't care. It's well, in you... some of the rooms that we do too, it's like I think it's almost not disrespectful to us, but do you you know what I mean? Like it's like. People are like, hey, last minute opening at, you know, such and such. 
like come do five minutes and we all you know a lot of us will jump like yeah yeah i'll, I'll be there i'll be there mm-hmm. and you get there and like half the people didn't know we were having comedy the other half are half paying attention and you're like what the f- like what the fuck am i doing yeah like yeah. i don't know if you've ever been in that situation where you go into a room and you're like i think i made a mistake <laughs> yeah i can every time somebody asks me to do a show that's how it is i can't think of any of the like Shows I'm doing as a favor to something. And, and when I say shows I'm doing as a favor, I don't mean like, like oh, it's time for me to bring some class to this. I mean, just they needed somebody and they hollered at me and I did it. And I, I've never said this. I had fun tonight. I've never, <laughs> never. I've never been like, I'm glad I did this. <laughs> I can't I can't think of any time I've ever done it. But those. Yeah, because I'm only I only reach out to do shows that I've done that were fun. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not reaching out to, you know, I'm not emailing comedy improv the the improv and no shit like that i'm I'm just hey that show i did was fun uh two months ago can i do it next month and they're like yeah and then you know i have fun because i i know and yeah. but you know when somebody hey we need somebody at uh you know chicken and waffles come do come do five minutes that you get a free drink ticket and i'm just okay but i think um it's just you, you want to feel special. You want to yeah. be good at something. And comedy is the only thing I've ever been like comedy. I'm good at, and I'm, I'm good enough to like be the best in my area. Yeah, for sure. So that feels, that feels good. Yeah. That feels good. And you know, PS4, I think I'm really good, but nobody, people care less about that than they care about comedy. <laughs> they, they give, they give a flying fuck. Do you fuck. do Twitch or anything like that? Nah, nah, man. Oh, see, that's where that's where people that's, care. That's where it's at. That's where it's at, man. I don't know. I always, I always see the people doing it. They have the green screen behind them. Yeah. I want to get a setup. I want them to see me talking shit and playing the game. But yeah, yeah, before I broke my Xbox, I had the whole thing in here because the network that I run the uh, my sports show on, that not run, the network that I do my sports show on, we Twitch everything. Yeah. So they kind of showed me how to do it all. And I was like, oh, I could just... If I wanted to do that, I could do that. So you I'm played not. a video game while you was doing it? You played it? Well, so you can. So with the setup that I have with the multi-monitors and the webcams and stuff, mm-hmm. I can set it up to where I can run the TV through the Xbox, through the computer. So you can actually get the clear picture from the television mm-hmm. and you can watch me play the game. But I just never, I was never, I'm not that good at any game to where I want to broadcast it. Yeah. So I was just like, I had the setup, but I was just kind of like, no, but you, you're good. Like you, yeah, I, I think I'm really good, man. Like I'm not. It's I play some guys who are like in the sports league, who they, you know, they go and it's like people who treat it like a real event, real yeah. sports event. I play them and they 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 beat me, but I never felt like I don't want to play them again. Because yeah. you know, when somebody beats you, see their name and then you can back out of the match. I always go back in. Like I think I can beat them this time. Yeah. So I'm, they sold I'm, out Staples Center. The fucking esports shit. Yeah. Yeah. That is so fucking weird. That's like a Black Mirror almost to me, man. I mean, I got to get with the times. I'm getting old. So shit is like, because I'm still, I, I'm not 100% sure what TikTok is, man. <laughs> I'm, I hate it so people much. People keep saying, I thought TikTok was like Vine. Like with five second videos. No, yeah, yeah. So it's not. It's like minute long videos. But it, it's cool because it pushes your stuff in front of people. Yeah. Like if you tag it right. So there's some clips that I put up of like my comedy that have gotten, you know, 700 800 views which is more oh, word yeah which is not a lot but it's more than any other platform that Yo, I that's, put it on. yeah that's that's a lot to me but. yeah and so but what it does is um so what it'll do is 
for like every like you get, it pushes it higher in the algorithm. Oh. Every comment, it pushes it up. So like if you get action on something, like there's a, a Wyatt Lutz, a funny comic out of Dayton. Um, and I met him uh, when I went to Dayton, Ohio to do some shows. And him and I were talking about it. And then I went on his TikTok. And this is just a guy from Dayton, you know, a couple hundred followers on Instagram or whatever. And then I went on his TikTok, 43,000 followers. Wow. And I te- I was like, the fuck? Like, what? He goes, some video. He's like, I don't know, man. Some videos hit, some don't. I don't know what it is. I just put out content. And okay. I need to check out TikTok, man. Yeah, because it's the reason I like it is because um, my stand-up, I'm very convinced is a niche stand-up itself is niche but my particular brand of you know dark comedy yeah is even more niche so i need to get it out in front of people because the people it connects with it'll really connect with but everyone else is just kind of did i tell you what my dad told me i was talking <laughs> to my dad on sunday and he was uh-huh. like brennan you have great stage presence now if you could just find someone to write you some jokes you'll be set what an amazing father <laughs> That, that's the most white dad shit to say to your son. I know what he meant. I know, And to all fairness, I don't want to bash him. I know exactly what he meant. He meant I have a lot of very dark material that doesn't play to rooms and stuff. But I, I feel like when like, he said that he was looking at a newspaper, like he wasn't even looking at you. <laughs> like, I feel like that's just <laughs> he was looking at a newspaper in front of a TV with on mute. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, you got presents. Just get some jokes. Yeah, but it was... It's one of those things where it's like, that's why I like TikTok, because it'll just force it out in front of people. Yeah. And so, like, I did one, and you and I have talked about this before, but I did one where, um, like, just stupid, fucking stupid, but I was like, hey, to the table who left me $30 on $500 check, do me a huge favor, go fuck yourself. And I put that on TikTok. Uh-huh. Just thinking, like, oh, it's silly. Like, I did the De Niro face. Like, oh, it'd yeah. be fun. Dude, when you talk about people's pockets, I got... Look, I woke up the next day. It had like 2,400 views. And I was like, I'm taking off. (laughs) But it also had like eight or nine comments. And I don't read comments on anything ever. Uh So it had eight or nine comments. And um, it was just people coming after me. Yeah. Like, get a new fucking job. Like, if you don't fucking like it, then you should fucking, you should have gone to school. And I'm like, I have two degrees. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. So it's just all these people coming after me. And Marcus, bless his heart, man, came running into my comment thread like a fucking Spartan. Like, just fuck you guys. Like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You guys are all fucking probably the cheap assholes who don't tip anyway. And I was just like, oh, this is what TikTok is. Oh, yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. I don't want to be a part of that. So after that, I I took that post down because I didn't realize that if you Google me, it said where I worked and I didn't want to get in trouble at work. Oh. Yeah. You Wait, huh? If I Google you, it'll show me. So I use my full name on everything. (laughs) But because that's but if you put my full name into Google. Yeah. I've now taken it down. But one of the first things that came up. So it was like my Instagram, my Twitter, and then my LinkedIn profile, which said where I worked. Jesus. Which I don't talk about on the pod. I don't talk about anywhere because I talk a lot of shit about where I work sometimes. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. Like if someone really got like that upset about me talking about how people tip, they could Google me real quick and then like write to email to corporate and be like, hey, just so you know, this guy is out. This works for your company is out here talking about how your patrons tip. Yeah. And then I so I immediately took the post down. But I was like, damn, I haven't gotten that much heat ever in my whole life. And that's crazy because. um, Right. Because we're we're about the same age. Yeah. So when we were coming up, that's when social media was first getting started. Like and we didn't look at it as a I didn't look at it as a real thing. I felt like it was a place to just talk shit. 
Cause like nobody was being themselves on that. So that's why I thought it was like it was bullshit. It was like you yeah. go on there to flex and try to get phone numbers from girls who go to a different school than you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit like My that. Sa- MySpace pages. Yeah. yeah. I remember. And like I'm like, and then even as you get older, you know, you listen to the rappers, they be like, you just internet gangsters. Y'all faking for the internet. I'm I'm still thinking, okay, yeah. So the internet, the social media still isn't a real place. It's just a yeah. place where you go to flex and talk to girls. And now Trigger shit fingers like fingers versus Twitter fingers. Yeah, and now shit is like like the internet is affecting real life more than real life it's is affecting insane. real life. It's insane how many times like I have that whole bit about consequences. It's so weird how it's like I see it from my perspective where it's like, oh, if you came in and you paid with a business card and then fucked me, mm-hmm. I'll just go leave a bad review about your business. Yeah. Like who pays with a business card and then like screws over the, like you're out of your mind. <laughs> you want to protect UPS money or some shit. But it's like it's like you're saying, though. It's like now the Internet's a real thing. Yeah. Like I put out podcasts and I've had people reach out to me and be like, you shouldn't have said that or you should take that down or this or that. And it's like, wait a second. This thing that I do with friends and like colleagues and people I know, Mm -hmm. this fun podcast where we shoot the shit and tell stories, you're trying to like come at come at me like with aggression about this. Like it's it's for fun. It's real life now though. Like it's not you don't we don't get the fun of it just being the internet anymore. Like I was it's not a place to just fuck around. Like I if you look me up on YouTube, you're not gonna find anything. But I have a YouTube video where I have a lampshade on my head and I'm freestyling. (laughs) And this is like when YouTube first started because YouTube was just a silly place, like, oh shit, I'm on the internet. It's kind of the equivalent of like when you show your parents how to use the camera phone. Yeah, yeah. That's how it was for me. But now it was like it's real now like it's like you don't go in there just to fuck off and have a weird user tag name and then like the shit will come back to haunt you so you, yep. i'm like being more careful because like we chose the president off of the internet yeah. like damn near like people decided who they were gonna vote for off of memes like yeah it's and it's just though the, probably i had uh matt fulshawn in here um well not in here but we did a podcast he's a new york comic and mm-hmm. I, I said something like, uh, yeah, it's 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 shitty now because I used to, my old law professor used to say, if you say anything with confidence, people will believe you. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's shitty now with Google, though, because people can just look it up. And he made a great point. He goes, yeah, but people don't. They won't, yeah. They, they just believe what they see. And then all of a sudden it turns into real life. And it's like, I'm having arguments with my twin sister about stuff all because of what she saw on the internet. Mm-hmm. And what I used to like, what I studied are two different things, mm-hmm. but it's like now we're now this is affecting me. Like mm-hmm. now we're fighting in real life. Yeah. Because of something she saw on Facebook or something like that. Yeah. It's realer than real life. As crazy as that sounds, man. And, and people get upset, won't talk to you for a long time. Like not her, obviously her and I are good, but yeah. I've been in situations before where f- friends that are people I thought were friends just were like, all right, we're just not friends anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, but can't. Like, just look it up. Like, can't you see that you're wrong? Like, I'm not crazy. Like, I'm not. And Daisy and I have talked about this at nauseum, too, on her episodes. It's like, I'm not. I'm not insane. Like, I'm right. Yeah. But people just don't want to hear it. Hey, I got to pee. You got to pee? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Go pee. Okay. We're just going to keep rolling. And then we're going to talk about strip clubs. Oh, yeah. I'm an expert on fucking strip clubs. Let's get into the fun stuff now. Yeah, are we still recording? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I gotta so. take a bath, son. I pulled my dick out. That shit smelled like uh, crystals. <laughs> you ever opened a bag of crystals that, that steam and onions hit you? <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, so we talked about comedy. We talked about you coming up in Jacksonville. But let's get to the uh, the real nitty-gritty. That's the whitest thing I've ever said, the real nitty-gritty. Um, <laughs> you, you, do, you joke about it a lot on stage, but you are um, a fan of gentlemen's clubs. Yeah, man. It's, it's the cheat code, man. You get to go there. Because, you know, I've been in a relationship. That's a, that's part of my personality now. I've been in a relationship for so long. And it's it's just a way to go and just... It's the cheat code without cheating. Yeah, you get to go there and and you know they, I I like it when they when they when they're on their game. I like when they know what they're doing. Like they they sit and they play the game how I need to be played. Yeah. Like you know, I don't like uh, you know strippers uh, dance daddy. You know it'd be like a lot of Cuban and Colombian girls now and they dance daddy. I'm like no dance daddy. daddy. They're like no dance. You want no dance? I'm like, no, thank you. Oh, daddy, you want no that? It's like the uh, That's they like it. the maid from um, Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, and it's it take all the fun out of it, man. Because well, I remember when I got my settlement money, that twenty six thousand dollars <laughs> that I spent in twenty eight days. Now that's the whitest thing you ever said. <laughs> <laughs> when I got that though, and I, I've told this story on the podcast. It's episode two if you want to hear the full story. But I um. I would just go into the strip club in Daytona and just like literally change $200 in ones and just throw it up in the air and be like, someone come clean this up. Like, this is a mess. Beautiful. And, but like you're saying, it was very much, the girls were very much like, they want to sit down and talk to you and make you think like, oh, like there's something happening here. And then they bring up the dance situation. You don't just walk up and say, do you want to dance? Like, you have to play. It's a game. It's a yeah. delicate balance. I enjoy it. Make it, like, fun. Like, I get it. We, I'm here to spend money. You're here to get me to spend my money. But, I mean, I'm not attracted to 70% of the women in there. It's yeah. just, just point blank, period. I'm not attracted to them. So, work it. Like, make it fun for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this this is an experience that I'm paying for. I don't I don't like when they it just it's too transactional. Yeah. You know like them um them Asian massage girls when they're jerking you off. It's like it's no love. You feel like you're yeah. just like it's almost like you're just on a conveyor belt and you're yeah, like you're just going through and it's it's I want to finesse me. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. work big play me out. Put a little love into it. I ain't gonna lie, I do like when they're like uh yeah, this is my first time. I like that that nervousness when it's like their first. Because, you know, Jacksonville was trying to make it so you had to be like 25 or some shit to be able to strip and you had to get licensed for really? it. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was on the news. The one of the strip clubs is suing the city because they're saying that's, that goes against the Constitution or some shit. But, <laughs> like, I, can you imagine going to a strip club full of 25-year-old no. strippers? That's like, oh, for strippers. Yeah. Like, that's, ugh. They're all seasoned and just smoking cigarettes. Plus, they're not. They haven't been stripping from 18 to 25. So, God knows <laughs> what they were doing in that in-between time. Ugh, I don't want nobody with life experience. Ugh. <laughs> it's disgusting. I don't... Talking about their kids. They love showing me pictures of their kids for some reason. I don't know what... I need to be creepier so they don't pull out the kid pictures. I used to do... Um, You'll get a kick out of this. I used to do the thing where I would... Uh, because I was raised by women mostly, you know, my mom, my twin sister, my older sister were always in my life and they still are. So mm -hmm. I would do this thing where I'm like, I don't want to be disrespectful. Like, let's just talk. Like, let's just sit here and talk. Dude, if I hundreds of dollars spent just sitting and talking, trying to be best friends. 
Like it was. They loved you. I'm oh sure they God. fucking loved you. They it was you. the worst. And then when you run out of money, you do, this is something I I'm didn't sure you realize. didn't have a beard back then either, did you? No. Yeah. No. You were spiked hair. A fucking mark. Shaven. You were a fucking mark, um, man. But this is something I I learned the hard way when I ran out of that money. Like I checked my account one day and I had like negative one hundred and tell like twelve dollars or something. And then I was like, oh, well, I've spent so much money at this one because I kept going to the same one. I was like, I've spent so much money at this one particular strip club. They'll let me in for free. Like they'll set me up in VIP and I can just hang out, like get a couple drinks or something. That was not the case. That is insane that you thought that. I, I, I genuinely thought that. You know, it's funny about three paragraphs ago you said that that's the whitest thing i ever said and it's like you just keep saying <laughs> just you keep, keep saying whiter and whiter shit yeah. like yeah i, I spent my i've <laughs> spent money here before let i thought they let me in to well, the strip club they did let me in and then um they let me in but the problem is like i before when i'd go in like i said i'd throw money up and all this kind of, and i wasn't having that same fanfare yeah and i kind of walked to the back and they stopped me and i was just kind of like what the, what's going on man They're like what's going on with you and then, you know, me, drunk as shit, I'm like, oh, you're not going to believe it. I blew through all my money. Can you believe yeah, you that? You told them the truth. And they were like, yeah, man, well, head over to the bar. Get yourself a drink. Thinking it was, like, free. <laughs> and they handed me a tab, and I was like, uh. I love it, man. I had to go back the next day with a good friend of mine to get my wallet back because they were like, well, we're keeping your, like, we're keeping your card you need to give us some sort of collateral. And I think, not my wallet, but my, my debit card. Yeah. And then I had to give him my license as like collateral to make sure I came back. To pay for the drink? To or? pay for the one drink. What did you get to drink? Like what? It was just a, a regular fucking vodka, vodka tonic, but I didn't have any money. Like I literally was negative. So when he said, "Go, why don't you just go to the regular bar and get yourself a drink? I thought he was insist insinuating like, it'll be free. It's on us. Because you just told us this sob story about how you don't have any money. But he thought I was like half kidding or he just thought like, oh, he might be broke, but he's not that broke. But I like I had it. negative hundred and something dollars in my account. I fucking love it, man. It was the worst. God, that is so funny. I just imagine you in there with spiky hair and a fucking uh, one of them shirts with flames at the bottom that you button up. Like it's orange at the top with black flames. And you're just like, I just blew through. Remember last week I was here? So yeah, go get you a drink, buddy. And then they take all your shit for twelve dollars. Like you better, <laughs> that's what it was. You better come back here tomorrow with twelve dollars, or you won't get your driver's license back. Oh man, they were. Oh, I didn't have a driver's <laughs> license. This was an ID card. Come on, man. Just an ID. This is a this is a DUI into it already. You should just left the ID there, man. You should have just, been just like, fucking fuck it. not even came back. Yeah. It, um. Do you have any like crazy experience? Like, what's the the craziest thing you've seen when it comes to strip clubs? As far yeah, as dancers or have you ever been like in the middle of like a fight because i know you're not a big like you don't get too crazy but no nah, um as far as strip clubs I, I used to go to this hole in the wall um back in high school and it was called the g spot <laughs> and it was uh it was like it was really in a in a poor rundown area and um i remember this white dude came in there with his bike like a bicycle he walked in there and I just was staring at him, and the security guard was like, hey, you got to take your bicycle outside. And he said, somebody's going to steal it. And he was like, you got to take it outside. And the guy was like standing his ground like, I'm not taking my bike outside because somebody will steal it. And he had no, like in his mind, he wasn't wrong at all. He yeah. was just like, and in my mind, I'm like, they, damn, is it? Like, like he, he was like, show me a sign where I can't bring my bicycle <laughs> In here, and I'm looking around for a sign. Like I don't see no no bike sign. So like, what? Are you? 
And the crazy thing, I kid you not, they let him bring his bicycle in there. They did? He had his bicycle in there. He went and got a drink at the bar, and I just looked at him, and he looked at me, and we didn't even acknowledge each other. He just started drinking, and I just stared at his bicycle. He got a drink, tipped some girls, got his bike, and walked it out. <laughs> walked it out. And I was just like, wow, there are no, there's no sign. So he was in the right to bring his bicycle in the strip club. And I just realized nobody in the strip club had like um, a right to down him because we were all in bad situations. Like we were all in this strip club where they allowed bicycles at that point. <laughs> at that point, we were in a strip club that allowed you to park your bicycle in the yeah. strip club. So we were all Because you're not going to Mons level. Venus with the bicycle. Yeah. Yeah. Like you wouldn't try that. You wouldn't even. Yeah. Up. Like you, you see niggas walk into Seven Eleven with the with like a a gallon jug and try to fill it up. Fill they're, it up, yeah. Like they're not doing that at Ruth Chris or no, no shit yeah. like that. They're they're fucking. He felt he felt the vibe and was like, I can get my bike in here. Yeah, I can. They they're not gonna fuck. And he got his bike in there. And then in Austin, I was at this one called uh, Chicas Bonitas. Is a Mexican uh, strip club and. It's so Mexican, like the signs when you walk in, the big words are in Spanish, and then they have the English version of it small under it. So yeah. it'd be like, Pueblas no esa, habla, ha, and under it'd be like, no firearms in the club. And I'm like, oh, this is like Mexican, Mexican. <laughs> and you walked in, and it was just, it was like niggas in, and this is going to sound so hacky on the nose, but it was niggas in construction vests, and they were playing like, because you think when you, even when you go to a Mexican strip club, you think they have sexy Mexican. Like when I think of like sexy Mexican music, I think of like um, Selma Hayek. Yeah. When she was on Dust Till Dawn. Okay. And yeah, it was yeah. like, doom, yeah, doom, and doom, she was singing the, yeah. Bro. Wow, that's a great pull. They play. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I was like, yo, this is like. Just totally leaned into the stereotype. This is some shit like South Park. If South Park yeah. made a make, this is what it would be. And I loved every second <laughs> of it. I was in heaven. I was in pure heaven. Like I drunk a seven dollar Budweiser, and they Damn. fucking they gave you two free top. This sounds so made up, but you can you can fact check me. They gave you two free tacos. Upon really? entry of really? this Mexican strip club. Did you have to pay to get in? You had to pay to get in. It was $14 to get in. Okay. And you got two free tacos upon entry. It was a taco truck outside. You got two free tacos. And you walk in. And Best it's tacos just, you ever had? I didn't eat that shit. Uh, I, I didn't. <laughs> Normally when you people end up in those kind of situations, it's like, but you're not going to believe it. Best burger I ever Best, had. I, I wasn't going to fuck with it, man. I just... I was just so in awe of the the dance. They were beautiful. Yeah. Like, they were, like, some beautiful, and they just, they didn't speak a lick of English. I think one of them spoke English, but she, like, with the Mexican girls, they had access to, like, those 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 back-of-the-house plastic surgeons. Yeah. So you've seen a lot of, like, um, Brazilian butt lifts and shit in them. Oh, yeah. And, and, like, tummy tucks. But they looked decent, but it was weird because they had, like, these old... Because their face was still fat. Like, they still had like, these fat, like, baseball player on steroid heads. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. you would have seen a baseball player when he do oh, steroids. Yeah. And they had them heads, but they had, like, these Instagram model bodies. So one of them who did speak English, she came up and said, Papi, Papi, dance, dance. And I was like, no. She's like, no, no. You want dance. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I want that. And it was the weirdest thing. It was like getting a, a lap dance from like, it, like, like Frankenstein's. Like it's like the body of Kim Kardashian and the head of like Coco's grandmother. <laughs> and it was like somebody's Abuelita, Abuelita, whatever the fuck. Abuela. Abuela. And they just, and she's just back there dancing and she's like trying to be sexy, but she's not. But like like from the neck down she is, but she's yeah. like biting her lip. Yeah, she's trying to do the Yeah, and she got like a chip too, so it's like cut oh, it's like cutting into her lip when she try to bite it, you see like a drop of blood. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. That's the if if anybody's in Austin or visits Austin, it's called Chicas Bonitas. It's next to an overpass, which is perfect. Always a good sign. Yeah. Have you been to uh have you been to some of the ones out on Because uh, there's uh, a club out on Southside paradise yeah have you ever been to that one i went there one time i went there one time man it was it was okay i like it's but it was it was too put together it was too it was too formal okay it was like i kind of like them with a little seediness i like a little nastiness in the street i don't like nothing where so you're not a wackos guy no, I don't enjoy wacko. Wackos is cool. They always got like a white girl who like wanted to be known that she liked black guys. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. last time I went there, it was this white girl, and she was like, uh, you know, um, you know what my my family calls me, and I was like, what? She's like, they call me a nigger lover. Whoa, whoa, and yeah. She, she said, said that to you. She said nigger lover, and I was like, oh, I said, where? Why do they call you that? She was like, cause you know I, I like black guys. Like only a black guy knows how to handle me. And I was like, okay, okay. She was, she told me that she drove like a box Chevy and how she got arrested and they didn't give her time, but they gave her a black boyfriend at the time. Basically, she was just like, yo, I'm, I, want, I want some black dick. And I was yeah. like, I won't give it to you. It won't be me. But I, I enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to talk about I'm this later mine. on the podcast. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't going to be me. I, I don't ever trust any white woman that only fuck black guys. Okay. I, I couldn't. I don't want to be part of whatever they got going on. You kind of you have that, yeah. It is. It's. it's I never because those are the white women Bethany. that approach me. I don't want. I, I don't want to be part of whatever you got. <laughs> whoever you trying to disappoint, I don't. <laughs> um, or whoever wasn't there for you, that's that's between you and I. Don't want to be part of that. I want to be special. Whoever you're trying to disappoint. Oh, but now nah, this is mostly supposed to be drinking stuff, man. Yeah, but you don't. You're not a big drinker. But I enjoy uh, being around drinkers, right? I yeah. Fucking um. What do you got? They what? used to have a, a, a the teen club. Not teen club. It wasn't teen club at the time. It was. It used to be. It used to be known for the teen clubs. But there was a club on um, Beach Boulevard called uh, Aqua. Yeah. You remember Aqua? No. Okay. I've heard stories about Aqua. They used to. But have... I wasn't. I wasn't around when Aqua was here. Okay. Well, you're we not the first person to mention Aqua. Okay. Yeah, they had something called, it was like all you can drink for $15. Yeah, Buck talked about it. I oh, yeah? It was, it was Buck or maybe it was KP Burke. It was definitely KP Burke. It, yeah, it okay. definitely wasn't Buck. Buck was like. No, Buck t- told the story about how he got drunk one time. I think it was at Aqua. At Aqua. I think so. That is insane. I don't know. But KP, it, somebody mentioned this, all you can drink. Yeah. Somebody mentioned, has mentioned this before. Yeah, it was it was, it was was really cool, man. I, I was there. People were drunk. and uh, When was this? This was. Oh my god! Maybe nineteen, twenty years ago. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a heavy drinker, but I like being in the vicinity of people who drink. Yeah. And um, it's like my favorite thing to do now that I'm sober. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that dangerous for you? No. 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 I'm. After what happened the last time I drank, I'm. I'm. 
as of today, right now, this moment, as we have to uh, preface it or whatever, uh-huh. I'm in fit spiritual condition enough to be around alcohol if it's necessary. Like if I'm at a show, uh-huh. if I'm working, you know, I'm at a show or if I'm at work or something and like people are getting hammered, I, I love it. It's like so yeah. much fun to watch. Not because I'm living vicariously through them, but almost because it's like, oh, I've seen this movie before. I know what it's about to happen. Yeah. And you have no fucking idea. Your eyes are just glowing right now. <laughs> I've never seen you so happy. Because it's so much fun when, like, the dude will say something to his girl, and I'm like, oh, I've done that a million times. Like, drunkenly say something thinking you're being funny. And I'm like, a fight's about to happen. <laughs> he doesn't even... But he can't see it coming because he he's drunk. He doesn't realize it. He does, yeah, I've seen that before. I had a homeboy named Little Tim. He... It, his real name is Tim. We called him Little Tim because it was two Tims and he was a little one, <laughs> just for background. And it was these two girls that came over a friend's house and they got they got dead drunk. And uh, one of them was like throwing up. And Tim was so fucking. He never like Tim was always known for never getting pussy. Like yeah. that was the inside joke for Little Tim. He never got pussy. And uh, these two girls came over. They got drunk. They was like maybe fives or sixes on 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 their best day. So. They were like in like horny drunk mode, but no, like they wanted to fuck uh, my friend and his brother. Me, they didn't want to fuck me. They didn't want to fuck Lil Tim. I was fine with that, but Lil Tim, he was still. He felt some sort of way he, about it. He didn't. He just wasn't deterred. He was oh, still really? fucking trying. One of them went in the bathroom to throw up, and he was like, "I'm finna hold your hair," and the girl was like, "Get off me!" And he was like, "No, I got it." And we were just like, "Yo, Tim, Tim might rape one of these girls." <laughs> God, I was so like, bad. yo, and this is before people cared about women. <laughs> like this is before, like this is before that. So we were, we started it. So we, so I was like, yo, because we were gonna make a wall. That's back. You remember when Walmart was twenty four hours? Yeah. And we were gonna make a Walmart run for some snacks and shit. And we was like, we was like, Tim, come with us. And he was like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna hang out here and make sure you know they good. And we was like, yo, Tim, we was like, we gotta make Tim come. Yeah, because Tim Tim didn't even have a shirt on, and we were like, Tim, why you took your shirt off? He was like, Man, I'm hot, and I was like, Nah, Tim, you you finna try to rape one of these girls, and we're not oh gonna let you. And he was like, Man, man, ain't nobody gonna rape nobody. <laughs> he was like, He was doing like the all shucks. Ain't yeah, no, ain't nobody gonna rape these girls. He was like, Tim, you. I think looking back, I need to write him and let him know I saved his life because he would have raped them and he would be in prison and he wouldn't be in the military today. <laughs> oh my god. He has a nice little military career now, and I I want to say it's because of me. But yeah, they were they were pissy drunk, and I think they were getting drunk on like some like corner store liquor, like yeah. the shit they don't even put in the fridge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like leave that it out. that room temperature in the box that is shipped in. Yeah, and so they would like they put it in like the middle of the aisle. They just open up the box and they're <laughs> yeah, like, come they just get it. Take a box cutter, like. Uh, you 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 don't got high standards if you're drinking this, and they didn't, and they was drunk and. We, I saved him from getting raped by Lil Tim. You're a hero, man. Yeah, and I don't, I never got a card or nothing. And this, you know, this is before it was cool to say you don't rape women. You know, what I'm saying? like you know, I remember when like uh, everybody's doing me too. Everybody, all the guys have to say I've never raped a woman. Yeah, and then everybody was like, oh, good for you. Yeah, it's like that's not a. I've been not raping women since fucking two thousand eight, baby son. Yeah. Oh yeah, eighty eight when I was born. Yeah, that that too. Yeah, I never did. <laughs> But I was doing it before it was cool. I yeah. was not raving women. But yeah, yeah, I just never under... I, I mean, let's, I don't even want to touch that. What happened to Aqua? You don't understand what, how anybody would rape a woman? No, like, I don't... I don't Like, in those 
date rape scenarios because i i was in like we partied a lot in college we uh-huh. drank all the time never once have i been in a scenario where i'm like oh it's okay to have sex with this person yeah and it's like fucking... they're like let me rephrase that because it sounds like i've only had non-consensual <laughs> sex i've never been in a situation <laughs> where we're both really fucked up and i thought that that was it was okay to then sleep with them and then you just don't i just don't do it yeah because it's like oh fuck like we drank too much damn like i have a joke about it like you try to play alchemist and then you end up like in skyrim but you're level 50 instead of a level 100 and you end up just getting blackout drunk and passing out yeah like it's not but there it happens all the time and it's yeah like, that's what so the like fuck like even taking out the morality you know the how is how's just wrong to have sex with somebody and they don't know what they're doing but yeah. bro like i've never seen a girl drunk enough to not be able to give consent and i'm like yo that is so sexy yeah exactly i'm that never like that, never that's some bottom when they start the like shit. the heel breaks and they start like stumbling yeah. around i'm like get this bitch the fuck out of yeah, here yeah i'm like yo who where are your friends like why are your friends not taking you home like i've never like any nigga that yeah i'm maybe tim shouldn't be in the military son who knows what he doing <laughs> <laughs> who know what he doing in them man he probably raped so many the army <laughs> medics or whatever they let women do in the military oh my god i don't fucking know but yeah that's that's insane man we're on our way out on this one man yeah no it'll just be coming for us man it'll just be me man it'll just be me luckily uh i i can i'm I'm always getting booked at a fucking brewery or shit. (laughs) breweries don't care about women what happened what happened at aqua though aqua oh i got pissy drunk on um you did Free drinks, yeah, because I... So you paid the $15 to get in and then... I paid to... the $15 and I kept getting um Grey Goose and Cranberry Juice mixed. Damn. And I just kept drinking that, started pounding them down. And I was there with a friend. We met in separate cars. And uh, I had drove... I, I got super drunk, got in my car to drive back uh, to drive back home i was staying in my dad's shop he had a room in the back that was just down the street from aqua okay and this nigga was like i was like bro i'm too drunk to drive and he was like oh man i got this girl i'm trying to meet she on the other side this nigga let me drive the guy came with let me drive Are you home serious? drunk yeah and i'm talking about i'm swerving all over the fucking road and i and then i stop at mcdonald's and i was like yeah let me get a 20 piece and a fry and I came to the front, and then he, the guy was like, you okay, man? And I was like, man, I'm so drunk. He was like, oh, damn, bro, you fucked up. He was like, yeah, they, go, they got you at the next window. And then I just went to the next window and got my nuggets, and I made it home safely. Damn. I probably, like, died. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the multiverse type shit. I, I probably died in that reality. And then, yeah. like, in this reality, I'm still. <clears throat> Isn't that so, so weird to think about? Like, niggas don't. Nobody gave a fuck about me. They They're really just, were just going to let me die. I've. So I've obviously drank you a lot more than probably everyone we know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've had uh, situations where you wake up the next day and you walk out and the car's like half on the driveway, like half in the grass. And it's like, you guys just let me, you guys just let me go. Yeah. Like everyone was cool with it. Yeah. Right. And it's, and it's crazy. I'm like, in my, I can't think of a time where I've seen somebody in a situation where they were going to hurt themselves. And I was just like. It's gonna be funny. Like I always like like when people fall down. I always laugh when people fall down. But I'm never like seeing nobody getting in a in a car like Black drunk. Drunk, And I'm just yeah. like I'm just like I let them go. 
Like I've never. It's just crazy how much people just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. It, like it was like my homeboy went to go get some pussy and the McDonald's nigga was like your second window, and I was <laughs> like okay. I paid him my money and he gave him my change and I went to the second window. But yeah, man, I, I don't got any like good. Like, see, I know niggas probably come here with like stories about getting drunk and they like did a a cannonball off the roof of their house onto a trampoline. Mine is just I kept a girl from getting raped and I made it home drunk. drunk, drunk. Well, and, that's actually, I mean, if you don't drink that often, then you're not. So there's there's certain people and they're idiotic for saying this, but there's certain people who are like, I drive fine when I'm drunk. Like, I've heard that. I used to say all the time, the car drive with power steering, the car drives itself. Yeah, like, I barely even have to hold on to it and it'll go straight. Um, so it's, it's good. It's refreshing that one of your go-to stories would be, I made it home when I was wasted drunk. Cause that just used to be a regular occurrence for me. It was like, okay, like here we go, <laughs> which is terrible. I mean, it's, it's, I'm shocked. I didn't kill anybody. The two DUIs I got, neither of which were an accident, both of which I was pulled up, like pulled over because I was, it was me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it wasn't like I wasn't swerving. I didn't like run into anybody. Like the first one, they saw me leave the bar wasted. And then I spent too long at uh, the light went from red to green and I didn't go immediately. So they used that. Okay. To pull, Cause they have to have a reason to pull you over. Yeah. And then the second one, I tried to go into Walmart <laughs> middle of a hurricane and they wouldn't let me in cause they were closing cause of the hurricane. This is Matthew a couple years ago. Uh huh. And I started yelling at the manager. And I was like, by the time I fucking, because I ran out of booze at the house. Yeah. So I drove up there. And apparently my roommate, to your point about people not giving a shit, apparently one of my roommates was like, you cannot drive. Like, don't drive. He but, tried. Yeah, he tried. So, like, I mean, someone gave a shit. Like, he tried. Yeah. But I was like, no, fuck this. I'm going. Like, he tried to take Were my keys Were you this size back then? Yeah, about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame him for just saying, fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's on you, buddy. Yeah, so uh, he tried to take my key, the whole deal, and I was just like, no, fuck it. So I drove up to Walmart, which was a, like a little over a mile from my house. Drove up there, got into an argument with the manager. He called the cops. Uh, cops show up. Uh, I saw the body cam footage. Lady was like, do not get into your car. Do not get into your car. She goes, where do you live? And I told her, she goes, walk home. Walk home. Huh? And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't, I don't remember a lot of this, but until I saw the body cam footage and then wow. my roommate would told me about everything that happened. Um, so then, uh, I fucking, I said, okay. And then she turned around and walked away and I tried to run back into the Walmart cause I really wanted my vodka and my cigarettes. Who, who said walk home? Was it the, somebody at work at Walmart or the police? No, officer? the police officer said, do not get in your car. You need to just walk home. Was she the Walmart police officer? No, or no, no. They called JSO. her JSO. No, I know that, but the, you know they have sometimes they have oh, police no, 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 already. No. They called the police, like pulled up, lights going and everything. Wow. But I wasn't in my car or anything at this point. I was just standing outside yelling with the manager. So she, she to her credit, she was like, you need to walk home. Wow. And I, I was like, yeah, okay. And then she turned around. I tried to run back inside and they fucking kicked me out again. And I, when I got out the second time, I looked around. I didn't see the police anymore. They had and just I was, left. I was like, oh, they must have left. Walk into my car, sit down in my car as soon as I turn the key. Fucking on the window. Jesus. I, I rolled it down and Christ. she goes, She goes, I told you to walk home. She knew you were fucking drunk. Why didn't she just take you home? Well, she said she said, I told you to walk home. And as she's saying this, the sergeant pulled up and then he took over. And he was the one who actually arrested me and booked me and everything, but 
I was just like watching it back. Yeah. I was like, it's like, you know, when you watch it, you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, just walk home. What do you think causes you to, when did you start drinking? I started drinking when I was about 18 years old. 18. Yeah. Okay. What was it social settings or? So I was really against drinking for the longest time growing up because I've just been, I was in shitty situations, let's just say, mm-hmm. with people around me who were drinking. Okay. Um, you know, like parents getting into fights or like my stepdad used to do some fucked up shit and stuff. So like I, I was always like, I'm not going to drink. Like uh-huh. I see what it does to people. I'm not going to drink. So all through high school, I never drank. And then peer pressure when I was like 18 years old. Uh, no, 17. I was a senior in high school. I graduated at 17, so I must have been 17. Uh-huh. I was at a party, and they got me to drink like a Smirnoff Ice. And that was okay. the only time I had ever drank in high school, really, I think. And then a few months after that, I remember my sister was having a couple people over at our house. Let me ask you real quick. The Smirnoff Ice, did you was that the only drink you had that night, or did you continue? No, no, no. I just drank that one Smirnoff Ice. And did I was you like, feel any different? No. That you remember? No. I was just like, are you guys happy? The thing was... A few like months after that, my sister was having people over at the house. I think my dad was out of town or something. Dad, if you're listening, sorry, but we were having people over, and I was a nerd, dude. Like I was an anxious kid. I always was in my room by myself. I didn't have a whole lot of friends. I had like maybe two or three like friends. I was bullied a lot, so I always kind of just like my sisters were the popular ones. Yeah, and so uh, she was having people over. And I remember she like invited me and my twin sister were never close until like our senior year, which was weird. But I remember she asked me if I wanted to like hang out with everybody. And I was so like, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to drink with everybody. And I got fucking hammered. And I was like, that was the first time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like all that anxiety was gone. All that fear was gone. All that depression was gone. And I was like, I love this feeling. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was just always like a partier, but I, I have an addictive personality, but I could normally channel it into something. So like at the time it was, you know, I was going to, I partied a lot in between high school and college, but then when I got to college, I was playing football and it was like, okay, I'll party like once a week or something like that. Yeah. But then I've told the story before, but then I dated a girl, um, and it was a long distance thing and my anxiety just was starting to get too much. So I was drinking every day and that's when I crossed over into being an alcoholic because then I couldn't function without alcohol in a social setting or just period and period. Wow. So I was, I was always like a, like I was the guy you would invite to the party. Cause like I'd get crazy and like, I'd get everyone else to do shots and stuff. But again, it was like Belushi from animal house. Like I wasn't like that all the time, but if you invited me, you knew what you were getting. Yeah. And then that's, there was a summer where I was staying in Daytona. My girlfriend was staying in Miami. We already had severe trust issues because she had cheated a few times. And so, like, I didn't know how to deal with that. Like, if I, I'm obviously more mature about it now, but at the time I was like, I guess we have to just sit on the phone all day long. Like, because I can't, I can't, like, I would get, like, I would throw up with anxiety because I'd be like, I know she's out with another guy. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So I started, I was like, oh, I remember alcohol relieves my anxiety. Yeah. So I would start to drink just to help me fall asleep. But then I would start drinking when I got up because I was so hungover. And then I would drink all day. And it literally took one summer of me doing this. And then I could not stop. Wow. Yeah. It was one summer of drinking like that hard every day. And that started at 18. No, no, no. This is I mean, fast forward. This is now yeah. I'm 20, 21, 22. But I mean, your, your relationship. Yeah, my relationship with alcohol started at 18. And when did, it, when did it become healthy again? Uh, it's not. 
Like I can't. I to this day I cannot drink. Like I'm completely oh, sober now. When did you gain? Uh, when did you become sober? Then I got sober my 30th birthday. I ended up in the ER for alcohol poisoning and was told by a doctor that I was a few. If I wasn't as big as I was or had the tolerance I had, I yeah. should have been dead six hours ago. Or yeah, and so I originally came to Jacksonville to get sober in 2013. That's when I went to rehab, um, and then I was sober for a, almost a year. Two weeks before I got my one year chip, mm-hmm. um, I sat on the porch with my old roommate smoking cigarettes, and we convinced each other that we had overreacted, that we weren't that bad, that we could drink again. We're only in our mid twenties, like we were. We overreacted. Yeah. And my ex Alyssa at the time had never seen me drink. We had like this beautiful, perfect relationship at the time because mm-hmm. she had only ever seen me sober. Yeah. And then, you know, to her credit, she was 19. She had no idea. She didn't know what it was. So she, I, you know, I'm good at convincing people, you know, I fucking was going to go to law school. Like I can convince people to do things like, you know what I mean? Like not in a weird way, but like I can make it seem like, oh yeah, no, like, don't you agree? You know? And so I, I did that. I did the whole thing. I, you know, was like, yeah, I mean, come on, babe. I'm working two jobs. Like, I'm only 25. Like, of course I overreacted. And she was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, you probably did. I couldn't get more than three months sober after that for six and years. It don't fucking help that alcohol Five is years. like legal, right? Yeah, it's I mean, so available. Your relationship with it sounds like like hard narcotics, damn it, right? That yeah. sounds like the same journey that uh like for real like uh that somebody they tr- they tried a, a weaker version of it and then it got strong and strong to the point they couldn't but the only difference is like they had to go you know because without social media at the time you know they had to go like to a back alley yeah or some shit you could just walk into walmart oh yeah and grab it with a pack i had a whole cigarettes. bit about it my mom was giving me walmart gift cards because she didn't want me to spend christmas money on booze and cigarettes but little does my mom know that Walmart has a liquor store attached to it yeah, that will gladly they, sell you booze and cigarettes with her Walmart gift card. That's insane, man. I remember when I was a kid, I used to always ask why weren't cigarettes illegal? And I was like, because it's too many people that stand to lose money. Yeah. If they were illegal, it's too many. It's too big to fail. And I think, I, I guess alcohol is in that same Oh, way. yeah. Well, I mean, they wrote an amendment in the Constitution to ban alcohol. And then it got repealed because it's it was a fucking it was in the goddamn constitution. I just imagine uh, when they were writing that after they wrote that constitution, you in like a white white wig, George Washington wig outside of the Constitution Hall, like banging to get in. <laughs> like oh, this is bullshit. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> You had to go back because you probably would have had a job like, uh, like you was a nigga that had to like shovel horse food. Yeah. I don't know what they did. Some, you just yeah. always seen them shoveling. That's why horse. I always worked in restaurants. Yeah. To be honest with you, it was so easy because you, you know, I would always work. This is back when Outback was only open at night, and I worked for that company for like ten years. But you would, you would make cash. You would get the money. You'd go out and party, and then I would pass out, sleep till like two or three, get up, do a couple shots, and do it all over again. Yeah. And, that's literally how I live my life every single day. And there were stints, like I said, fast forward, I was with Alyssa and I was I was trying to do better. So I would get like three months sober and then I'd fall off and then I'd get... Best thing that could have ever happened to me in my whole life is the fact that she did leave. Because then I didn't have someone who would always take me back. 
You know what I mean? Does that make sense? You had to sit with it. Yeah, so exactly. So, like, I had done some horrific things. Never cheated or anything, but I did done some shitty things. Let's just put it, like, mm-hmm. say that. And uh, and then eventually she had had enough. Like, she had always threatened to leave, but I was like, you're, you're my forever and always. Like, you're not going to leave. Like, we're supposed to get married. That's where yeah. the whole joke comes from. Yeah. And it's one of my best jokes, but it's the truth. It's like... Yeah. Like, I talk to my twin sister about it all the time. I go, what if your husband left? She goes, he wouldn't. I go, exactly. But what if he did? Yeah. Well, he never would. That's the, that's why, that's so hard to convey to people. It's like, that's exactly the situation I was in. Was like, they would never leave. Like, they could talk about it, but they're never going to do it. Yeah. And then she did. And I drove the U-Haul back to her mom's house. Like, I helped her. It was amicable. Like, we're still... I wouldn't say like super close friends, but like if she ever needed anything, I'm always there for her and I know she's there for me. Like, you know, God forbid if something terrible were to happen, but we're not like buddies. But at the same time, it's one of those things where if that had never happened, I would have never learned. So it took that to kind of realize it took that to kind of push me way down. And then when I hit finally hit the bottom, I was like, okay, like this is everyone like doomed youth is very romantic you know, when you're in your 20s and you're like, I'm a rock star. That's everyone loves that. They make fucking movies about it. Yeah. But doom middle age is just sad. Yeah. Doom 30s. Yeah. Once I'm in my 30s and I've got doctors telling me like, you should have been dead a while ago, man. Until you got gout. Like, this yeah, alcohol, like, like yeah. Your fucking gout. Fucking all sorts of intestinal issues and stuff. And yeah. my liver's fucked and this and that. And I was just like, I just made the decision where I was just like, I can't. So I went back. I called my sponsor. I've had the same sponsor for a long time. I called him and I was like. You know, I, I got to start over. And the weird thing about it is there had been times before where I had like a shitty situation and I was like, I need, I look, I need to get to, and I meant it. Like when I said it, I meant it. But then like three, it's never, I compare it to Neverland all the time, you know, from hook, mm-hmm. like when you're away from it for long enough, you forget. And so it's just, I, cause you know me, I love fucking movies and all that kind of dumb shit, but mm-hmm. I was just, that's how I always thought about it. Like, the further I'd get away from the last time I drank, I would forget. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm a grown-up. I make my own money. I pay my own bills. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I start drinking again and then fucking stop showing up to work. And always, almost every single time since I originally got sober, every time I would relapse, I would either end up in jail or in the hospital. Nice. Almost every time. Nice. Yeah, so... If you're going to do it, do it big. Man. Yeah, right? Exactly. Do it big. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen, from Will Blaylock. If you're going to do it, do it big. Do it big, man. That is the name of the episode. If you're going to do it, do it big. Plug everything one more time. All right, guys. I am D's Nuts. Two E's or one E? Uh, D's with two E's. D-E-E-Z-N-U-T-Z-32211 uh on the ps4 um, playstation network playstation network you getting a five uh when they make something worth buying yeah. you know i don't want read fucking high definition versions of games i already got yeah shit like that but when they get something worth worth buying i will upgrade um social media do not follow me do not look for me <laughs> you can't uh, find them you won't find me uh i have a facebook i will not accept your friend request <laughs> Uh, but inbox him if you want to get time Don't come to shows either <laughs> None of mine If you see me on them Don't come <laughs> I really appreciate you Doing the show man Thank you This was eye opening Yeah I enjoyed it man I, I'm sorry at the end We ended up talking about me For like 20 minutes No I, I I enjoyed it man I feel like this It's the highlight I yeah. feel like this is the piece That's gonna get people watching Good man 
Thank you again, everybody, for listening. Um, of course, subscribe on Patreon, patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. Uh, follow me on all social media at Brennan T Comedy. I've got upcoming dates. Check the website, brennantcomedy.com. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>